Welcome to the Blue Collar Gold Podcast, the podcast that shows you how to build a world-class service business from the dirt up. And now your host, Mark Stoner. Hello and welcome back to the Blue Collar Gold Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Stoner, back for another week of the pure joy of business And I say that very sarcastically today, but I'm recording and there's a hurricane coming and I hope everyone down in Louisiana and all those places, um, I know it's hitting hard and on top of everything else now, there's a hurricane. So, you know, business is tough. Life is tough. Everything is tough. What are you going to do? You you can't give up. You're not going to buckle down and, and fail. You're going to get through it. You're going to, we just have to get tougher. We just have to push through and succeed. And that's just what it is. It's, it's, there's no other choices. Uh, we, you know, you can't talk to some people politically anymore. So you just stop fighting. You stop talking about, we're clearly very different and so, you know, it's just causing so many crazy unseen things to, to happen. So, you know, this this week, I just wanted to talk about my biggest prediction, you know, for the next 12 months. And I it really it's I think it's longer than that. But and I've had this prediction for a while, but it's even coming more true now. And it's really the need for blue collar services and how that's going to play out with the current environment and why, you know, in 2016, I released a book called blue collar gold, how to build a service business from the dirt up. The premise of the book was we're getting it wrong about blue collar work, you know, and and it, a lot of it took off of, you know, micro, what micro was going on and what I had seen myself building a business. Micro was a TV guy, never built a business, but he saw, you know, the need for blue collar work and, uh, you know, the, the pride in blue collar work. Well, off of that, I was talking about the need for blue collar work and the call for it and how we as, as people, as well, one, as parents, how wrong we were telling everyone, hey, you've got to go to college, get a degree to have, you know, a good life. If you have to do blue collar work or work with your hands, somehow that was a, you know, second class citizen or a consolation prize for a good life. You have to do that kind of work. And now, over the last four years, you just see it so much all the time. Hey, college isn't for everybody. College isn't worth what it used to be. College is super expensive. Kids are going in crazy debt and it's just not for everybody and it's not what it used to be. So let's look at the trades. Let's look at building a business that uh, is going to be in huge demand. Well, fast forward to now and people are now scared to go out of their house for multiple reasons. People are sheltering in place for multiple reasons between COVID and civil unrest. And people are, they're not going anywhere. They've got to stay somewhere. So guess what they're doing? They're putting a ton of money into their houses. They're making it nicer. They're making it safer. They're making it more livable. They're expanding it. They're buying protection for it. 
like, you know, if you're in the securities business, oh my gosh, gold mine. We're in the safety business in chimneys, gold mine. If you're in anything with home services, you've probably got more than you need. So you, my point is you have to take advantage of it and it's only going to become better and better in the next year. You know, you could see this coming, but I could clearly could not see the force that's happening to put people in their homes. I always knew we would need more and more people to come to people's homes because you can't buy it on, you know, on the Internet. And, you know, it's not coming from China or anywhere else. You've got to put a guy at the door to mow the grass, to paint the house, to reinstall the TVs. You know, of course, homeowners can do some of it, but this homeowners are becoming less and less able to do things. One, because they just don't want to. They got more expendable income. Two, they don't know how to do it. We don't teach kids and people how to fix things. And and so there's just an advantage to be able to fix things and be willing to go into people's homes and do things that they're not. And in my business, in the chimney business, we can make really good money because we add a second second or a third thing to that, which is the the height and the danger factor. We're, we're able and willing to work at a height that a lot of people can't work at. So therefore, if our work, the same work we did, we do 30, 40, 50 feet in the air, we're on the ground, We there would be a lot more competition. But the fact that it's up in the air is a barrier to entry that helps our industry. So if you're in the service business, what is your barrier to entry that helps you? A lot of times, like with with vehicles now, the barrier to entry is technology. People can't fix their own cars anymore. You just can't do it. You, you have to buy specialized equipment, specialized training. So they've got a barrier to entry. The dealerships have built that in. So that people, it's you have a hard time working on your own car. Um, computers, you can't hardly work on your own computer. And all kinds of things are like that. The higher the barrier to entry, the more money there is and the fewer people there are at it. And there's almost nobody at the top of any. When you start getting to the top of any industry, there's very few, you have very few competitors. So people are buying like crazy. I, I, I've, I've talked to a lot of um, you know, home inspection, home services companies, and they're all booked up so much. They've got people are buying, 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 installing. So how do you take advantage of that? So again, the biggest prediction for the next 12 months, blue collar work, services work. It's really going to be for the next foreseeable future. So the, the key is if you're working for a company, get better at moving faster, selling more, being more efficient, and most importantly, being a bigger expert. Know more, have more education. If you're the business owner, learn more business, learn more about running your business, learn a lot more about leadership, learn a lot more about even marketing and self-development so that you can, you and your team can take advantage of this wave that is hitting us. So there's clearly a big rebound coming after COVID. It's coming. It's absolutely coming. We're already starting to see it. People are tired of COVID. They're tired of being in. They're ready to go. They're going to go. They're going to buy. They're going to invest in things. 
So now is a time to push, you know, whether it be marketing, uh, whether it be training, whether it be anything you hiring, you know, bringing people on and training them. Um, you know, when I bring people on, I really don't have to have them have much experience. We do try to get people with some construction knowledge and not completely green, but, um, we do, you, nobody comes into my business. I shouldn't say nobody, very, a few people have, but very few people come in and already know chimneys. We have to teach them that, but we, we understand that's our, that's our cross to bear. We have to do that. So we're willing to do it. And so, and some people don't want people to come in with any knowledge. They want to start everybody from the ground up, but I've got a handful of guys that have come from other companies. And once they learn our system, they've been extremely valuable and they understand, you know, what we bring to the table too, for them to, you know, for them to benefit from. But, um, you know, so the main thing right now is people want to be safe. People want to feel safe. There's a lack of feeling of safety in everybody's, in everybody's gut. It, things don't feel safe, especially if you watch the news at all. If you, if you're not living under a rock, things are, especially in some cities, absolutely unsafe. And we, um, and then, then you add the virus to it. So, not to play on fear, but that is an advantage if you're in the home services businesses. If you've been disrupted by this, if you're in, say, the restaurant business or hospitality business or something, now might be a great time to change careers. You know, you, um, you, I'm just trying to tell you that if you will go out and do something and be of service, you will probably have as much work as you can stand. Another point is that is, you know, looking at in the future, we need to be careful of what we're telling our kids. And I brought this up in the book and and what we're telling our kids to do with their life as they go through school, I think in, in, in to a point is a, is a mistake when we tell them they have to go to college. And I really want people to think about making sure that they understand that there are other ways to make a living. There are other ways to um, be happy in life. And uh, they're out there, you know, a lot of kids just want to, you know, some generations, some kids want to just be able to not have to do the work. That's not interesting to them because I think we haven't, we've taken the honor away from it. We haven't shown how honorable that is. I've told a story before and I'll tell it again where one of my technicians was in someone's house and he was a very good technician. He was actually a manager of a division. He was doing a gas log service for a customer. And, um, this guy brought his son in to watch him work. And he literally, in front of my guy, said, hey, see what this guy's having to do? You know, if you don't get good grades and go to college, you're going to have to be doing something like this to make a living. And my guy, uh, he, I, I got mad about it. But my guy said, well, actually, I've got a degree, and I choose to do this kind of work because I like it and find it more fulfilling. And I wanted to call the guy and ream him and say, hey, you're teaching your kid wrong. But of course, that never goes well. We've talked to a 
customer or talking to a parent, but he was, he was absolutely teaching his kid the wrong way to think about real work, about that kind of work, about what we, what we need to do and really what is a bigger opportunity for, for people. So anyway, that was, if you're a parent, make sure, and, and I would assume that most people listening to this don't have a problem with blue collar and they find the blue collar kind of work very rewarding. So it's really probably not you that are listening, but I kind of watch for it, you know, from other parents and in other conversations to make sure they know um, that they're really missing. They really don't know what they're talking about. They think they do, but they're just repeating something that's probably old news, really. Go to school to make sure you have a good life. Go to college. And again, I've said it a bunch. I'm not against education. Just make sure you get an education in the thing that really matters. And more specific education and technical technical education and, and those kind of things are really what I'm, I, I believe in. So what do you do? to take advantage of this prediction that I'm, I'm talking about and, and a lot of people are seeing. And I've written down a couple things that I think you need to do to take advantage of what's happening. Number one, raise your prices. I don't care what your prices are, raise them. Raise them 10, 20, 30, 50%, especially if you're already busy. If you're busy and you're booked out, you know, very far, and like in my business, it's not uncommon to be a couple weeks out, but I know companies that are a couple months out, they should raise their prices right now because they're already going to miss the wave that's coming in the busy season. They've already set their prices and they're missing it. So raise your prices immediately if you're busy at all. Raise them a bunch. Don't be afraid of people telling you you're too high. You need a pretty good group of people telling you you're too high, at least one in 10, maybe one in eight telling you you're too high. That way you're maximizing what you're getting. Also, people can't get your services. They may tell you you're too high, but then they still use you, and then you've made good money. Two, don't be afraid to let go of customers that are hard to deal with, there's plenty more. That are pain in your butt, there's plenty more. That want a discount, you don't need to give a discount. That's how you take it. One of the ways you take advantage. Another way to take advantage is to make sure that you're easy to do business with. Uh, look at getting financing options for customers. They want to spend the money. They want to spend it and get it done in one shot. And they and so offering financing to um to people is a really good uh, way to get more from the current call. And in fact, Alan Rush's segment after this is going to be about presenting financing options, but get financing options. 60% of of all home repairs are now financed. And I don't mean through their credit card. I mean either through their home loans or second mortgage or another uh, another option. So if you can get financing set up, I use a company called Interbank, E-N-E-R-B-A-N-K. Uh, those guys have been great. If you, um, if you want to use them, there's a guy, you can look it up on the internet, ask for Cade Bryant, tell him Mark Stoner sent you and, um, he, uh, can get you set up. And even if you're a very small company, he's got another referral for you that sets up very small companies with financing options. So it's been a big deal for us. Um, also, uh, 
call your credit card processing companies right now that are processing credit cards and, and make sure you're getting the lowest rate and call around for the, and, and, and call around and see what you're getting. Uh, currently, the best rate I've seen is just above 2%, 2.2%. Now, I know some people use Square and some simple processing things, but that's more like 3% or more, 3.25 or 3.5. Find out what you're paying with all your fees and call. They've all got deals going on. Especially what I didn't check into before was your bank. Your bank can offer crazy uh, credit card, good credit card fees because they um, they often are off. They want to offer you other services and, and products. So, like, I'll give you an example. My current bank is off is offering me six months free processing. For me, that's about $40,000 in free processing, and then they're going to beat my current rate by, you know, a half a percent ongoing, and we can cancel any time. And then they're going to give us free swipers, you know, for our mobile units. That was just a phone call. That was a phone call saying, what can you do when they do this? We do it with our phone companies. We do it with our insurance plans. We do it with our, you know, doing with our credit card processor. You know, just make your vendors. They may have different terms. Like if you pay, you know, early, you get a percent discount. Take advantage of all those discounts. But, and then, um, and then also, so raise your prices. Um, get financing options, uh, call your current places and get the best rate you can because everybody's fighting for business. And then the last couple things are take advantage of all the training options you can right now. I own a company called Surefire Training Academy. I'm, I'm a partner in it. We are seeing so many companies take advantage of online training and certifications and online uh, credentialing and um, continuing education credits. That is key for you to be able to sleep good at night and build this business to take advantage of this wave. And lastly, learn how to hire. I've had Kent Wesley on here. Make sure you are hiring and looking for people all the time to backfill and be able to uh, grow with a business. So my prediction, next biggest prediction for the next 12 months, grow, baby, grow. It's going to boom. It's going to be so huge that it's, I think it's going to be growth like we have rarely ever seen. So take advantage of it. All right, guys, that's my time. I will come back to you after Alan Rush's Hot Profits. All right, it's now time for Hot Profits again. <laughs> we'll get it right this week. That's it. And uh, with my good friend, Alan Rush, with Rush Profits. And this week, we're going to talk about how to properly present financing for customers. And I know some people do financing and some people don't. Maybe you could also talk about if you should even have it and then how do you properly present it? Because I know that's sometimes an awkward step. So talk mm. to us about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll be pretty direct, um, and you know, whether you're a, a one man show or you're you're a large company. I mean, I think in today's 
time, you, you have to offer this as an option, right? It's a, uh, it's, it's just almost expected in some ways, right. uh, you know, where customers are like, well, do you have any financing options? Well, you know, some people choose depending on cash flow to float things on their own or, you know, possibly do internal financing where we break things up into, you know, maybe three payments or five payments, you know, depending on your risk tolerance. But there's so many programs out there now that are just really friendly to the dealer and the customer. Well, I've, I've heard that uh, over 60 percent of home repairs now and home um, uh, oh, improvements sure. are financed. That, that's the latest statistic that I've read as well. Um, and, you know, I know in the uh, pretty much, I think Synchrony was kind of one of the first mm-hmm. that really got into this. You know, I worked a lot with floor covering companies and that was always one of the uh, the ones that they use. So I think they have a lot of brand recognition. Uh, and then in the chimney world, kind of Interbank is entered in and uh, there's Green Sky and there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of ones that, that you can go with. But, uh, you know, there's let's talk about the why i think sure. that's uh, you know that's the, really the the why is is that how often is it that a customer has you know five ten twenty thirty thousand dollars even sometimes two or three thousand right. dollars to invest in their chimney for all things and so um if you're if you always tell people you know there's a difference between a price objection and a budget objection uh you know a price objection is a definition of of value and worth and uh, if someone tells you that's too much or too expensive or it's not worth it then then we haven't done a good enough job explaining the value of our service right but if they're if they tell you that hey i get it man it makes a lot of sense i need to do this but man i i'm broke or you know i just put a roof on or i just had an hvac unit in you know i don't you know i don't have this and i can have a conversation around budget versus around uh the price then i'm almost always going to win that game and so well even even if you got the money you don't want to drop 13 grand on it on a chimney or a repair if there's cheap money out there it, it's 100 percent the truth and i think that's a big mindset of a lot of technicians as they uh our mindset block is that they think that this is somehow some sort of uh, we're, um, you know, almost being rude to a customer in a way of somehow assuming they may not have the, the money in order to, uh, you know, Hey, well, if, you know, if you don't have the money, you can finance this. Well, uh, over half of the finance jobs that I've done are from very wealthy people that have the money in their bank account, but they understand cash value of money. They understand 0% interest. They understand, yeah. you know, same as cash financing. And if, even if they have the money, why would they use their own if someone else is going to give it to them for free? So I think a lot of it's in the presentation, understanding the programs that you have and it is literally all in the presentation to the customer if if you come across as as hey you know i get it it's a lot of money and we can break this up into payments for you you know because basically we're saying you can't afford it you know you're going to lose and of course you're going to offend people so um it's you know the language that i have been teaching people to use is not to say anything about the customer at all it's just uh, always start with empathy. It's like, I, you know, if they give you some sort of a objection around price or budget, it's like, yeah, I certainly understand, you know, it's, a, it's an investment. And, uh, you know, you know, five years ago uh, when, when we had this, we were pretty much stuck with where we are, but we've recognized over time that, you know, my seven years of doing this, uh, you know, I know I don't have $10,000 laying around for a chimney and most of my customers don't either. And so our companies come up with a pretty great option to help people get the problem solved now, but be able to, uh, you know, pay for it over time. So this particular job that we're offering you qualifies for one of these two programs, whether, you know, whatever the program may be or whatever the dollar amount of the job is. But if you tell people the job qualifies for financing versus them, and and as long as you still, 
you know, get that little legal disclaimer in there, that WAC or that with approved mm-hmm. credit, because um, we do have to have an application process or our, usually there has to be an application process. It takes all the pressure off the customer situation. It's just say, hey, we get it. You know, any job over this dollar amount qualifies for, for this program. If you're interested, we can do it. I love uh, that. And then I'll also tell people to at the bottom of all their at the bottom of all their proposals to um, go ahead and do the math for them, right? right? Most of these people have calculators now, so uh, you know, don't hold me to this math, but it's usually like a $5,000 job on a 60-month plan is usually around 97 bucks a month. That's right. So the, uh, if I can go down and say, hey, man, this is you know, $4,800, or they see right beside it, it's $93. You right. know, it, it's a, if they didn't have the money, I can at least have a conversation now that I wouldn't have otherwise been able to have. Yeah, if you, I've found if you wait till the end and say, and they, and they flinch, you go, Oh, well, we have financing. It could be a little bit, you know, off putting and it could be. So that's why putting that, going ahead and putting the price in there that what it is and you can just roll right into it. For sure. And if, if you've got softwares that allow you to pre-program line items or descriptions, just have a financing line item. Like most of the, Excuse me, most of the third party financing companies, there's two big ones. There's some sort of 12 or 18 month, 0% or same as cash. And usually there's a longer term right. with some sort of, you know, medium to low interest rate. If they qualify for both, I'll put them both in there, right. you know, and uh, have a line item that just populates that says this job qualifies for this program and it's roughly this much per month. And if they bring it up, great, you know. Have you seen one type of financing option that's more popular than others? I know for our company we have a certain one that's more popular. What what have you seen? So if I if I had to advise someone on what to pick, it would be a same as cash option, uh, which right. a lot of people confuse with a zero percent interest or a low interest option. Uh, you know, zero percent typically there's going to be some sort of, almost like a credit card. There's going to be some sort of ongoing minimum payment, like a twenty dollars or you know a payment. Whereas a true same as you know same as cash is there's no payment. Just pay it off in twelve months. If you want to wait till eleven months and right. you know fifteen days, pay it off. Um, situations that works really well in. Uh, you know, tax time, you know, people are waiting on some sort of windfall, fix the problem now before things get worse or more expensive, pay for it later. Um, a really popular one in the chimney industry is when people are considering, uh, how many times have our guys heard, uh, well, do I need to do all this now? Or can I do this now and this later? Or can I do the exterior work now? And I'll worry about fixing the fireplace next year or whatever the case is. Same as cash just plays beautifully into that. It's like, why don't we do you one better? Let's save you some money by having one trip versus two trips. Let's solve the problem now. Let's let you use the fireplace and enjoy it during the busy season. And you pay for it next year. How's that sound? Right? No interest. They're like, what? Right. I mean, same thing. And and we've had people say, look, if, if I don't have financing, I'll do part of the job. Sure. If I can get financing, I'll go ahead and buy the premium products and do it all right. Absolutely. I mean, it, and, and I think you, you hit it on. It's like, what's the, what's the impact of if I don't do all this now, what does that mean to the customer, right? right? If it's a fireplace, maybe they really enjoy using it and they're not going to be able to unless they have more funds available to them. If it's a genuine uh, you know, exterior type of issue where if you wait another year, it could actually be more expensive or have right. more damage or possibly even get interior or deal with inside the home and or, you know, I mean, it's a, you could really be saving them a ton of money on the, you know, in the long run. And, you know, that with 0%, there's no harm, right? 
Yeah, and some of our customers need so much work done and they weren't ready for it that they might do the exterior work because they can afford it, but not do the interior and then they can't use their fireplace. Yep. And there's there's a way to just go ahead and give them the total solution for either a low payment or no payment until they can get their money in. And we found, I think we're financing about 10% of our overall jobs. Do you know kind of what other companies are doing? I'm honestly, in our industry, seeing about a 2% uh, average. I mean, it's a, it's fairly new. I think, you know, I think if people were to ask, you would be one of the pioneers of financing (laughs) and uh, one of the people certainly that brought Interbank to the table and, and uh, more and more people are picking that up. And certainly every client that I work with, uh, I tell people, my, my goal is Never get a price objection and always turn a price objection into a budget objection. But a budget objection does you no good if you have no plan to yes. help resolve that budget objection. So great, you got them to a budget objection. They understand the value of it. But if they still can't pay you, then what's the point? So, so you, you know, I'll tell you that the thing that made me go into financing was I got beat on a job. Mm-hmm. I was on a job and a customer, let's just, I can't remember the exact amount. Let's say it's a $6,000 job. And the customer said, Hey, uh, can you, can I make payments on? It? And I didn't have a financing option. I said, Well, it's a half down and then, um, you, it's a, you know, make it into three payments. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Well, the other company, you know, she couldn't afford $3,000 down and a thousand dollars a month. Yep. She's like, I'm on a fixed income. I want to get this done. The other company was $2,000 more. But they gave her a two hundred thirty-seven dollar a month payment, mm-hmm. and she and she didn't have to put a down payment down, and she went with them. I said, "Oh my gosh, they made more money on the exact same job I did, yep. or two thousand dollars more." She's willing to pay more, and I lost. Yeah, I said, "I'm not going to get beat that way again." Yeah, no, it's dead on, man. It's it's. I think the one of the biggest reasons that this is not taking off as much to kind of uh, button all this up here is that. Um, if the technician doesn't believe in it or know how to present it, it will never work. Yes. Um, you know, I've done a lot of classes on financing where I'll say, add it to every proposal. And then I'll literally go out the very next day with the guy I just trained and well, we're still not doing it. So, <laughs> so it's a habit is a powerful thing, or there's a, some sort of fear in there that they're going to offend the customer. So getting that confidence to let them know that you're actually giving them a, a tool that's going to help them. Yes. Uh, and this is not any type of, uh, judgment on their financial, uh, you know, ability to pay or not pay. It's just a great tool and uh, something that they, they may want to consider. And, and to kind of wrap it up, I think our industry was so slow to get to it because we weren't always this kind of industry. Mm-hmm. We were chimney sweeps and we did some basic repairs. And why would you finance, you know, a $500 job? Right. We are many construction, especially construction companies, and you're seeing jobs getting bigger and bigger, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, you've, you've hit it. You know, there's a big difference between a, you know, a $250 sweep and a single flu cap, you know, right. Yeah. And versus a $10,000 rehab. So yeah, um, yeah you got to have these tools or you are absolutely going to be left behind. So. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, sir. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed Alan Rush's great, uh, part on presenting financing. I hope, I hope you enjoy this podcast. I really appreciate the people who put the stuff out there about it. Um, I want to be positive. I I don't want to have anything that gets people down. I want to have people that look forward to things that are coming. Although we, you know, deal with a lot of stuff, there's, you got to keep your, you know, your head and your mind above the fray. And I think if you get down into it, 
it just hurts your limits your opportunities it limits your uh, energy your ability to spread good and when you get out there like you know today I was out and I was out looking at a job for some of my guys customer that we we didn't do a great job for we we tried to but we through our best efforts it was right during covid i had a couple crews that were out with covid we had a wind event in nashville and we we just messed up we just i kept having to send different crews out there because i had so many guys that were out quarantined but i still want to get this guy's chimney wrapped up and the guy was really understanding and you know we We'd literally been out there seven times to fix this chimney. And I told him, I said, man, at Ashbusters, we get it right the eighth time. And he thought that was funny and cracked up. And, um, and we did. We finally got it right. And, and I really enjoy people. I really enjoy talking to them. And, and as long as you can, you know, keep that vibe up and that feeling up, you sure can get through a lot of stuff. And, one last thing last night on the Republican uh, convention, uh, it was so unbelievably freaky and awesome to hear Burgess Owens, his ex-football player, he announced on there, he was talking about a tough time in his life. And he said, you know, after he got out of professional sports, he... Uh, he went to work for a chimney sweep in New York, and then at night he did security. And it, I was like, what? Did he just say that? So he said that. And then at the end, it was so awesome. He said, at the end of the day, we need fewer political or we need fewer professional politicians. And really what we need is more chimney sweeps. And then he went on with a couple of things, and I just... I went crazy. I put it on my Facebook and it was such a cool thing for him to say that. So, and what he means is really the bottom line is we need more people to do the right thing, get to work, help people do, do good by people. All right, guys, that's my time. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Blue Collar Gold Podcast. Please subscribe on iTunes or any place that you listen to podcasts. More information is also available at markstoner.com.